Age of Ultron or C-3PO? That is the topic of today's episode of 50 Years Later with Jim Bumgardner. And boy, what an ironic day. Greetings and good day to you all out there in podcast listening land. This is 50 Years Later with Jim Bumgardner and this one, Age of Ultron or C-3PO. You choose. You know, it's so funny. Okay, this is January the 11th, 2023. And this particular topic really leans heavy on the the title of the podcast when it comes to, you know, 50 years later. Would you imagine 50 years ago that where we are technology-wise would be where we are? Um, sure, in science fiction, that was great. In the movies and TV and such. But in the mainstream, not so much. Everybody was going about their daily lives. Doing the things they did with the promise of a pension and retirement and all those things. The American dream. Well, today is an interesting day. Again, I woke up this morning and the thought that came to mind in regards to where to go with today's episode. The Age of Ultron or C-3PO. The past few days I've been playing with and researching and learning more about the artificial intelligence apps and programs and software that are readily available to the public now. Chat GPT being one, now that I got that right. And it's fascinating. I see the benefit of it all. So let me go ahead and preface how this conversation is going to be defined. On the one hand, you have the Age of Ultron aspect of it, meaning that it could be used in a very malicious, totalitarian way. The C-3PO aspect of it is more helpful. Hey, 3PO, hand me that hydrospan over there, would you? Thanks, pal. And there you go. One of those two options. That's the crossroads we are actually at. We truly are. I don't know how much attention you're paying to these things, but it's real. It's not if or when. It's now. Okay? The only when, not even if, the only when is when the the folks who decide to put their hands on everything and start tying the pieces together to create either Ultron or 3PO that you'll see. If, that is, they're not already here. Which is a strong, and I mean more than likely possibility. If you think this topic and the way I'm going about it is crazy, I highly recommend you keep listening. Because, frankly, if you don't see this, your ignorance is off the charts and you are walking hard into the land of stupidity. Now, I don't like to offend you folks out there in podcast listening land, and I'm not trying to be an alarmist by any stretch of the imagination. It's just a fact, okay? It's where we are. Let's go put everything on the table and then we're going to connect the dots, right? And then we're going to talk about where we are as society and where we're going, okay? So, let's put everything on the paper. First off, to create either an Ultron or C-3PO, an Android, all of that technology has actually been in place far longer than what we've seen revealed over the past couple years. Now, certain bots, like the one that can do the facial expressions and this, that, and the other, that has an AI program in it, um, is very impressive, but incredibly expensive because of all of the moving parts, because they're trying to get the most human, lifelike motions going on with this thing. 
And okay, well, but you know, that's really not terribly new. When you look at props that have been built for movies and with puppetry, you know, that's been going on for a good 40 years. When you look at just, uh, even the puppets created for the original Star Wars trilogy, okay? There's some really neat remote control stuff going on there way back then. Now, when we look at the ability to program by way of software and coding to mimic those motions and just program them into a processor that will recreate those without the need for a handheld remote control off-site or on-site, just disconnected from the, the vehicle, uh, it's not hard to see that that part is already done. Okay? Powering it. Well, once upon a time ago, when you see another some of those other, like the, uh, the was it Boston Dynamics, their, their robots were, you know, they were wired. They had a hard wire that ran into them that had all the cables going to them. But the most recent ones no longer have that cable. But again, let's strip it down a little bit more because a truly functional android robot body doesn't have to have all of the moving parts. That's more of a vanity thing. As long as it can stand up and move, which could even simply be by wheels on its feet, think about like uh, Dot Matrix from Spaceballs doesn't have to have a full range of motion going on to be a helpful assistant okay so that part okay that's a foregone conclusion that technology exists and has for a long time and now when we get into the computing power and possibilities the smartphone in your hand that you are most likely listening to this podcast on has the computing power and capabilities to run ridiculous amounts of data at super fast speeds Okay, so now you've got that. So you have processors and software that can run a wide range of programs that can control all kinds of things. Now then, when you tack in the reality that your smartphone, whether you have a Mac or an Android device, is connected to either a cellular network or Wi-Fi network, maybe even a satellite network. That means it is in constant communication with the bigger, larger, far larger than most people realize, information cloud that exists and pipeline. Okay? Now, all those pieces are in place. Start poking it into the body. So you could very easily have something as small as a smartphone serve as that central processing unit that sends the commands to a android body that is built to move okay all right so you get all those pieces of the puzzle in there all the code automation systems for robotics have been around since you know i know i mean commercially since the 80s when i was a kid when you looked at like the uh, the videos of auto manufacturers, that's the main thing that comes to mind. You had the big giant arms that would put the pieces on the cars and weld them together and everything down the assembly line. And of course, that has evolved tremendously. Now, the final piece of the puzzle, the artificial intelligence programs. These things are amazing. Chat GPT itself can carry on a conversation with you. Chatbots before GPT could also do that, but... The thing that was missing was the more comfortable dialogue that could be exchanged. It was there, but it was rigid. 
It's also its data set was limited to pre-inputted um, data. Okay, so they were just working inside of one bubble. With ChatGPT, now the one that's available that is currently down right now because it's overloaded, overloaded with people wanting to use this thing. That's a whole different discussion we'll talk about here in just a few. But it's overloaded right now and it's down. And that particular model, the G, though, the Chat GPT that's out right now, is not connected to the internet. It can be, and it will be. That'd be the one you pay for. But it's there. So it has the it has the ability and the capacity to tap into literally the world's knowledge right now and tell you whatever you want to know the ultimate teacher seriously it can tell you how to do everything as long as that information has been inputted which all of it has there's not i can't think of any one particular sector that has not used a computer and the internet to share their information their knowledge their wisdom so it's all there and readily available for this type of program to pull that information in seconds and spit it out to you in a manner that makes it easy for you to understand. And when it does spit out that answer, for it's easy for you to understand. If you still don't get it, you can say, say that again. And it will. And in a different way that may click better the next time. Okay, so that gives it that full functionality of conversation and the appearance of thought. Okay. So now then, you just package all this up tie it together inside of one Android body and you have either Ultron or C-3PO. Ultron being the more malicious because because with Ultron, going with the Marvel Universe depiction, he's tied into the internet. That's the problem with stopping him. You can't. He's like a virus. It's like, say you blow up the one physical representation of Ultron. Well, he just... That what we will say they portray as consciousness which it's not, it's code that code simply goes to the next spot, rests builds another body and moves on to which that is a reality now as well You, it is very very doable that (laughs) this sounds so crazy when I'm saying it but it is very doable for a machine to create a machine look at 3D printing 3D printing. That is how they plan to colonize the moon and Mars and other places. It's not a matter of shipping up all the the boards and bricks and tools and people to build these structures on these extraterrestrial bodies. No. It's a matter of sending up the bits and pieces of 3D printers to then assemble and then have the supplies there that print out the structures. That can be completely automated. They've shown it. It can be, it's being done now on Earth. So don't think that it can't be done. Again, do not let your ignorance take you into the land of stupidity. We're past that point. Because here's the thing unlike religions and mythology of the past, everything now is not a matter of faith. It's a matter of go look. And they're proud to show you. Okay? Now, the, the difference that I throw in with 3PO versus Ultron is 3PO is more of a self-contained unit. Okay? 3PO has all of his programming inside of him and he's locked. You can upgrade him, you can add data to him, and he can pick up data along the way. But on the whole, nope. 
you can't tap into that larger database, the internet. So that's the difference between the two. And of course, the one being the malicious one, because, well, apparently, allegedly, he becomes, Eltron becomes sentient. 3PO, not so much. Even though 3PO gives off all the, what you would say, telltale signs of sentience, but not. 3PO is just an AI system that just continues to gain knowledge and process it to act more human-like, but has no desire to go the full nine. Ultron. Now, there you go there to where that is a program that continues to add to its database with new information that's fed by way of the internet. So, it never stops learning. So, the good, the bad. Again, that's where we're at. This is the crossroads, folks. And, you know, it can go one way. You can go the Ultron way, which frankly is a path of fear, totalitarianism, and just straight up dystopia. Or you can go the 3PO route, where it adds to a more utopian society. I use that word loosely because utopia, eh, I don't ever see it happening as long as we've got individual humans and individual perspectives that can be manipulated. And they are every single day. You know this. Don't kid yourself. But in a 3PO world, it'd be great because all of these creations would simply be used to assist us. Hey, 3PO, hand me that hydrospan. That's it. And that's the thing to think about. That's the crossroads we are at. Now, then the next thing is there is another fork in this road. And unfortunately, I believe it's going to be the main one, the majority, stay on. Just like they did 40, 50 years ago. With all of these advancements in technology that are readily available, the majority of people, I mean large majority of people, are going to be perfectly content waiting for someone to hand it to them. Or just let it fall on them and then they got to figure out how to deal with it. Versus getting proactive and understanding more about it and what's coming. And that complacency right there is what keeps society as it is. On the whole, I would say that the programming of the 20th century that was put into place that we all absolutely 100% followed into. Well, the majority of us. There's a handful who didn't. But the majority, they, we, we played along. We played the game. And everything seemed to be fine until 2020 came along. And if you were paying any attention should have opened your eyes to the reality that what you thought was control well what you had control over in society you had no control over they shut down the planet in a day with an announcement boom done done just that quick okay and that was with one person standing up on a microphone say we're doing this we're going to flatten the curve we're going to take 15 days and flatten the curve and boom done now imagine that that same command is put out in a line of code and sent out through the internet. Sure, okay, flatten curve for 15 days. Enter. Boom, everything stops. Right then. Because everything is connected, just like Ultron. So, it's crazy talk, right? Conspiracy, conjecture, paranoia. What happened this morning, January the 11th, 2023? The FAA grounded all domestic flights in the United States of America. And that's a lot. And why did they do that? 
because the computer system failed. The whole damn thing failed. From somebody writing one line of code that got into the system that's all interconnected and turned it off. Again, this isn't about being an alarmist. This is about being aware and connecting the dots to where you understand better because you may not be thinking about it. You may be very well on your wonderful 9-to-5 job where you make the money to sustain your life and family and everything is pretty good. And you should not stop doing that. Absolutely not. We all have to continue doing this. But you need to be aware. You seriously do. And I'm afraid, since nothing gets reported, the slivers that get out as far as information, sometimes the stories are so big they don't have a choice but to tell it. Or sometimes the stories are so big they mean to tell it. With this thing with the FAA this morning, I find it... It, it's disturbing, sure, but it's to me, in my mind, my observations over all these years, these 50 years later, this is not something that is a surprise. It was a matter of when, not if, that something like this would occur. And now we're moving into the next when, not if, that happens to the power grid. They've already done some of those things. And by they, I do mean that they, that uh, in quotation marks, uh, they, that power structure that runs our society. Because they do. You and I, we are given the illusion of freedom. That's what we get, an illusion of freedom. Don't pay your taxes and see what happens. Okay? So, the information that gets fed into all of us, the general population, the main CPU that makes America run, and the other nations around the world, that information gets fed in and for what purpose and for what reason on the whole I would say it's a lot of fear because think about this if you didn't think about this I can assure you it'd be in the back of your mind and then when you did think about it it'd click real fast see it's one thing for the FAA to suspend all flights in the United States of America on the morning of January 23rd 2023 or excuse me January 11th 2023 uh, for the sake of safety but they still haven't explained what happened. And it did happen. You're talking about navigation systems going offline. Now then, you've got that in the back of your mind. If you've got to get on that bird to go somewhere, those nav- navigation systems could get shut down mid-flight. There's that fear. That little seed, that possibility that something very tragic could happen because of good. You get on that bird and hoping to go from point A to point B by way of faith and technology. Well, that faith is getting questionable, isn't it? Because it's technology. It fails. Anything with moving parts will eventually break, including us. So be mindful out there today, kids. Very, very mindful. And pay attention to what's going on because we are at that crossroads. When it comes to technology and artificial intelligence... It's no matter, it's no longer even close to being if or when because it is right now. Right now. It's at your fingertips. And you, not being a malicious person at your core, don't see that as a bad thing. And why would you? It's not part of your programming. But to others, it is. And bad people will do bad things. 
And that is also not conspiracy or conjecture because you can look at your local newspaper if you still have one or look online at uh, whatever particular website, news website, quote-unquote news website, and see the level of crime that's still being committed every single day in every single city across the fruited plains. There's always going to be the one or 1,000 or 10,000 or a million that decide that they're going to do certain things their way that violates other people's rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And then they get punished for it. So don't think that this tool can't be used for malicious things or that it's inconsequential because it is absolutely 100% full of consequences. And again, this, this discussion is not about being an alarmist or paranoid. It's simply about being aware. Because again, that third fork in the road is where I know the majority of everyone is going to be. And those aren't listening to this podcast. They're simply going about their daily lives as they believe they should. And they should. But doing so blindly to where, say their business, say the business they work for closes, they're shocked. That should never come as a surprise to anyone. Because it's always a possibility. Always. No matter what it is. Things close. Go out of business fires destroy everything and then it's a matter of either giving up or rebuilding all those things take time it's an interesting time in which we live everyone the future is indeed now well the future from 50 years ago is definitely now and beyond actually this goes back even further i mean this type of discussion and technology that we're looking face to face with was tackled in films over a hundred years ago but like Metropolis, excuse me, is that right? Yeah. Which is now in the public domain, by the way. So you can freely watch that film and do anything you want with it. So again, this podcast, in my intentions, in my existence, in working with all of you guys, in making for a better world, is to encourage and inspire and entertain by way of my podcasting, writing, movie making, and speaking. Um, and sometimes those conversations get a little dark. Now, this is one of those times. But it does have a hopeful message because we can choose the path of C-3PO versus Ultron. So long as we make a conscious effort and don't stay on that third fork that is basically, if since I'm using all this android robot analogy, you got the Ultron malevolence, you got the 3PO helpful helper, helpful helper, and then you got the third one, which is just the tin can that sits there. You can put stuff in it, but that's about it. Hmm. Who for thought? Well, gang, there you go. I hope I didn't scare you half to death. And if I did scare you half to death, I hope that woke you up to do your own research and see what I'm talking about because it's all true, every bit of it. And it's all happening right now in our faces. Now it's up to you to figure out how you contend with it in your own mind for your family, your friends, and those others around you. So, till tomorrow, everyone, thank you very much for joining me for 50 Years Later. I am Jim Bumgardner, a podcaster, a writer, a movie maker, and a speaker who is committed completely to encouraging and entertaining millions of people all around the planet. It's still a great place to be, no matter what some of the naysayers may program us with. Have a good one, everybody.